You're listening to the Pasco Podcast with Mike Carvalho. Welcome to Season 3 of Pasco Podcast, a series about leadership and public service. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the nearly 600,000 people of Pasco County, as represented by the Board of County Commissioners. It's through their trust and empowerment of our workforce and leadership team that we're able to bring you this podcast. This podcast is designed to help public servants build leadership skills and leverage them for success by sharing the experiences of our peers. Hi, I'm Mike Carballa, and welcome to our 37th episode of Pasco Podcasts. Chances are you're well into the swing of the holiday season by now. And as the festivities and celebrations get underway, we do want to take a second to talk a little bit about how to handle the stress and emotions that can come along with this busy season. Joining us today to help us tackle this topic is our Cooperative Extension Director, Whitney Elmore, and our Employee Wellness Coordinator, Jackie Carlton. Whitney, Jackie, welcome. I'm glad that you guys are able to be here. Before we get started, why don't you talk to us just a little bit about yourselves and, and how you came to Pasco County. Jackie, we'll start with you. Okay, good. Um, well, I am a multi-generational Floridian, okay. about seven generations. Uh, that's rare. That's rare. Yeah, it is. And uh, from Central Florida, okay. born and raised. I've been married about 33 years and have two daughters, ages 30 and 25. Been a nurse for over 32 years now. Um, and in that career, I did... Oh, that's a great thing about nursing. You can try lots of different things. So surgical services was most of my career. Okay. Hospice, um, education, navigator, coordinator in different service lines. So gotcha. gotcha. And, and now you're now you're our wellness yes, coordinator. Yes. Okay. And so what was happening is that the last um place where I was working, I was a navigator and something called COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And COVID was very stressful, as you can imagine, in the trenches. Absolutely. And, um, I was witnessing some things I just, you know, wasn't really super comfortable with or not. And my husband was having some um, health problems at the time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you have to pick your career or your job and your family. And I said, I'm just going to pick family and maybe I'll just step away from nursing for a bit. And um, this opportunity came, and Wonderful. I am very thankful. I'm so you, you've been with us in just for just for a few years now. Then two years, two years, two years, okay. and uh, end of November. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you've been with us a little longer, but yeah. why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, your path here and and your background? Yeah, I've been here in Pasco for nine years now. Okay, um, so very happy to be well, here. You're part of the class of 2014, I guess, yeah. with the rest of us. Then that's <laughs> yes. when I came as well. Yes, so. okay. yes, it was in September, September of 14. Um, so uh, originally from Kentucky, so hence the accent, um, that's where it comes from. <laughs> um, but um, uh, went to Western Kentucky University for have degrees in agriculture, found my way to University of Florida for my doctorate in plant pathology. Then I found my way um, up to Georgia where I was a professor up there. And while I was there, I had folks in extension at UF that kept calling me saying, come back, come back, come back, come work for us in extension. And I honestly always knew my heart was in extension because yeah. of of the work. It, it's, it's servant leadership. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, find me the right county to be in. Um, where I can make an impact, where I can be a good part of the community. And they said, uh, come interview in Pasco County. And I'm thankful that I did. 
Wonderful. Well, we're glad to we're glad to have you. And you know, so your background, right, and a lot a lot of agricultural background mm-hmm. and stuff. But but you've taken on mental health yeah. kind of uh, on, on on a mantle. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, the programs that that you have personally run and been involved with, and, and being an advocate for mental health because yeah. it's a big deal around this time it, of year. It it is a very big deal, and we tend to kind of forget that when we're mm-hmm. not experiencing. Uh, or have loved ones that are experiencing mental health crisis this time of the year, we tend to think of this as being a joyous time of the year. Mm -hmm. And it is, and it should be. But it's also a very difficult time for folks that, um, you know, are experiencing depression, have lost loved ones, Mm -hmm. are going through difficult times. Um, It kind of magnifies. This time of the year magnifies what they're experiencing. Um, and, and I'll tell you, you know, it, it, at first you go, well, okay, you're a plant pathologist and you, you've got degrees in agriculture. How in the world did you find your way over into to mental health? So, um, you know, it goes back several years. Um, and, and I had a very um, rude awakening, mm. to be honest with you, <clears throat> uh, was in my office here in Pasco County and an individual from uh, another department, a county employee was in our office and experienced a severe mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, It was traumatizing for my team to witness. It was um, incredibly traumatic for everybody. And I started making calls, trying to find out how to help this individual, could not figure out how to help them. I muddled my way through and 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 it was a blessing how I figured out how to help this individual that day and get them to a safe space. And, and, and there was an element of luck involved. And I sat at my desk as soon as I got this individual in a safe space and this sudden realization hit me right in the face. I have all of this education. But nobody has ever taught me how to assist somebody in a mental health crisis. I did not know how to help them. I did not know how to help my team process what they had experienced. And I didn't know how to help myself process what we had experienced. And I turned around at my computer and I searched mental health training immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mental health first aid popped up from the National Mental Health Council. And I started researching that training program. Um, it originated in Australia 20-something years ago. It's made its way to the United States. It's a very straightforward program. It's, it's easy concepts of this is how you assist somebody in these situations. And, um, you know, I went to my county um, assistant county administrator, Kathy Pearson, and right. I said, Kathy, <clears throat> We, we've got to address what's not being addressed with, you know, our employees. And um, I need some funding to take this course. And she said, absolutely. And it was so profound for something so simple. Yeah. It was so profound. I said, I want to become an instructor and learn how to teach this to other people because it applies to everybody. And, you know, I had started doing some SWOT analyses for other departments in the county and did not matter the branch, did not matter the department I was hearing over and over again. I need somebody to care about my mental health. Mm -hmm. I need help. I need help with my family, with my colleagues. And I'm dealing with the public Mm -hmm. that are coming in and having mental health issues. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so there was a huge need. 
and I got training. I started working with a colleague at Penn State University to offer that training here in Pasco to county employees. And it has been the most rewarding of all of the programs. Yeah, you know, and, and I've talked to those that have been through the program. Unfortunately, I haven't, I haven't yeah, been actually, able to do I, it yet. I took her program. Did you? Yeah, so, 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 so what did you think of it, Jackie? Excellent. I mean, you I, know. I, I tell everybody, every time you get the opportunity, mm-hmm. you should take it. And yeah. I was telling Winnie earlier is that how, so I wish I would have had this, you know, 10, 20 years ago, my surgeons, my doctors, my, my staff, um, you know, high stress, you know, you're in the trenches, it's hard and you don't know how to navigate or work through that. And so unfortunately we did lose some members and unfortunately we did have some crises happen for us as well. And even though we're medical people, we were also feeling that same way, like, Mm -hmm. What do I do now? How do we help, you know, the most? And so I think that having courses like that and taking them, not only does it, it it really trains you to know what to do, who to call, how to handle it, what to say, not to say, those kind of things. But it also, I think it helps you just feel like you're you're more empowered, right? Mm-hmm. And because it, it's just, it, it could be anywhere. We could be in our grocery store. We mm-hmm. could be with our, co- you know, our coworkers. We could be with our family. And yeah. if we're not understanding it or, you know, have an empathy for it, for, for mental health, then, um, then, you know, it doesn't help anybody. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, it shines a light. It shines a light on something that eh, probably 10, 15 years ago was probably mm-hmm. just kind of considered, eh, don't really talk about it you know we always say you know it's okay to not be okay you know i mean you know i've 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 been to counseling you know i've used our eap program Mm -hmm. and and quite honestly it's it's there when you need it and there's there's a lot of great opportunities that are coming up can't really talk about them until the you know until the board votes and some of the stuff but there's there's some great ideas and projects out there to to help even provide more immediate assistance but this training is is phenomenal you know i've i've worked in industry 25 30 plus years here and uh not once have I really, is anyone really ever focused on, on mental health? And yet it's, you know, we're, we're thinking, feeling creatures mm-hmm. and, and feeling being, being part of that and how we feel impacts how we, how we interact with others. How we, I just, just, yeah. I, it's on so many levels. I, I get probably every week, I probably get two or three calls yeah. about EAP or mental health related. Right. How, how does this yeah, work? So, and, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know we're focused on the holidays here, but you know, you yeah. talked, you talked a little bit about job stress, right? Medical profession. And you know, we talked on a previous podcast about first responders and mm-hmm. we're, 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 we're spending some money there for, you know, cause just the nature of the job, mm-hmm. but you just look at the day-to-day grind of, of what our employees and other people are, mm-hmm. are doing and feeling and just living life in yeah, general exactly. is much, much harder and yeah. stressful now, I think, than, than it ever has been. And there's so many new things out there. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that you've taken it. I hope that we can continue to, to roll this out. I know there's only one Whitney, but, uh, you know, getting, getting as many people through that. I think it's important as, as leaders, supervisors, managers, just employee to employee to know and recognize that to, to help each other out. Um, Jackie, how about you? What, what type of program? are you working on uh, in your particular yeah, so, role? Yeah, um, so for our wellness workshops, we have quite a few mental health. We just mm-hmm. had a four-part uh, big care uh, wellness uh, mm-hmm. series. We had one today, actually, on uh, burnout and resiliency. Okay. We have um, the last one, conflict resolution, and we're actually bringing them over to the West Side starting February and March in the BOCC boardroom here. So that is with Tracy Daniels and Big Hair. And yeah. so um, they've been very well received. Um, we do the yoga for stress relief. We've love it. I do, I do yoga. Do, yeah, I do oh, too. Oh, I love yoga. <laughs> so we have, um, it's just cheer yoga. It's yeah. uh, 30 minutes and it started to finally take off this year. And awesome. so anybody that wants that for 
for their department. Huh. I have the person that I can bring to you. And this um, is chair yoga. You said though, chair yoga. so you're sitting in a chair. You are. You're sitting in a chair. You stand <laughs> you're not up in a chair pose, it. right? And no, a, uh, but you could. You could do that. You could do that. Um, but this is for everybody. Okay. And so it's really just stretching, deep breathing, relaxation. Take, give you a break. Focusing on your breath. Okay. There's, there's exactly. a lot to be said that there's, that calms you there down. There is that mindfulness for awesome. sure. Awesome. Awesome. That's you an know, important aspect too. It's that self care. Yeah. Self-care, right? You can't yeah. help anybody else right. if you can't take care of yourself. Right. Right. So it's the oxygen mask analogy, yes. right? On the yes. airplane, yeah. right? Yes. So, so you know, during the holidays, you know, we always tend to have a lot of social obligations, right? And and balancing work and all this other stuff. What? Uh, how can that pressure affect our mental health? And are there any ways that we can help folks, um, you know, uh, manage those expectations without feeling overwhelmed? I, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Um, well, I can speak for myself as Please. a middle, middle-aged yeah. woman. I think um, I think learning to say no sometimes. Yeah. You know, just have your list, find out where your priorities are, keep with those. Don't uh, think you have to be everywhere, do everything, say no sometimes, um, and then just the quality. Think of what you want to do. What do you really want to do for the holidays? Who do yeah. you really want to spend it with? Right. And then just let everything else go. Just let it go. And again, I. I work on that myself, so I will say <laughs> that it took me probably to middle age to try to figure that out. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, you, you miss it. You miss the whole, the you know, the happiness of it that she was talking about. Yeah, it's all well you know, intentioned, so, right? But then it just has this tendency. Yeah, it just gets to, you overwhelmed. To, it can yeah. get you overwhelmed. Yeah. So that's um, I, that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, there, I think Whitney? that's very. I think it's a very <laughs> wise, wise uh, comment. There is, and and it's something we don't tend to recognize until mm -hmm. we get older, and and we get overwhelmed completely and utterly overwhelmed where we're forced to say no yeah. but learning to say no before we're at that point yeah. and just like you were saying earlier it's okay to not be okay it's okay to say no to to these kind of obligations and to prioritize it's okay yeah. if you need to take a break mm -hmm. from the world yeah and that means a party you know it's okay if you don't want to go to a party or go out to eat or something just let people know mm -hmm. I, I think it's important to be honest and when we're talking about mental health there's always such a stigma mm -hmm. around the issue of mental health and people are afraid to say i don't want to go to that party you know because i'm just not feeling myself or i'm you know i've got other things that i need to do they don't want to disappoint somebody they may not want to, they may feel that their job's going to be in jeopardy if they don't go to a function or something but we, we've got to move beyond that and we mm -hmm. have to be honest. And the only way to move past that stigma is to talk about these things and to say to somebody, you know, I really need some time to myself. Mm -hmm. I would need to read a good book mm -hmm. or there's a couple of movies I need to watch mm -hmm. or I need to be with the kids tonight, you know, type thing. Admit those kinds of things. And because that starts to break down those stigmas, it also allows other people around you to go, okay, I'm going to touch base with you later on just to go, how are you doing? Do we want to have coffee sometime? Just sit down. It gives them an opportunity to reach out to you. And it gives them an opportunity to say down the road, I'm not okay either. Right. You know, and it just starts to tear down those walls. But beyond that, I think relying on what makes you 
have joy in your life. And that can look like going to an extension event, let's say. Um, you <laughs> shameless know, tons, plugs here. Huh? Shameless plugs. Tons of activities and events. You know, it, it may be that, you know, you go to the movies. Sure. It, you know, whatever it is that allows you to unplug from the reality of the world mm-hmm. um, just for a few minutes. It's yeah. all about self-care, yeah. finding those things that are productive, that don't harm you or harm somebody else, mm. that are not things that could end up causing you more trouble down the road. Don't and, turn uh, to the alcohol. Don't yeah. turn to the, well, exactly. you know, the drugs exactly. or the gambling. Right. Exactly. And those Which is the easiest way to cope sometimes yeah. is yeah, with substance. Yeah, self-soothing behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have been wellness <clears throat> for the little plug. We got a wellness. Mm-hmm. We have a 12 days of self-care. So okay. Brick Light, who works with me, helps me with wellness. Um, we came up, we're going to do, we were going to do gratitude, but she says, what do you think about 12 days? Like 12 days of Christmas, but do 12 days of self-care. So awesome. if you signed up for that, you get to play the bingo and we've got some really great prizes for that. So, oh, okay. So it's just to kind of make you stop and I won't tell you what's on the bingo card, but you know, it's all about <laughs> no taking care of you, take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, good, good points, right? Saying no, being honest, both with yourself and others. Um, what about those who unfortunately suffer loneliness? You know, they may have, they may mm-hmm. be separated from right. family for whatever reason. They may have lost loved ones during, during the holidays. I'm sorry, during during the year or whenever and mm-hmm. this this especially sometimes right. these these first seasons what 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 can you do to kind of help foster that sense of connection or or belonging for these for these folks and i you know that's something i lost my dad <clears throat> when i was 20 years old i had just turned 20 lost mm-hmm. him to cancer he was 52 way too young oh that's young way too young and um i lost him uh, January 26th. So it was around, it was Christmas Eve when we knew something was wrong. Yeah. So this time of the year always subconsciously even triggers uh, depression in me and, and, and other members of my family. And, and as all these years have gone by, that was 1996. So I'm, I'm telling my mm. age here, but it was 1996 when he passed away, and all these years later, I might not even consciously at first recognize that's what's going on, what's driving me to go, you know what, it's Saturday, I'm just going to stay in the bed all day, Yeah. you know, um, and then, then it'll finally hit me and go, oh, it's that time of the year, you know, so reaching out, letting others know is important there. Um, when you are suffering, yeah. being being honest about yeah. it, um, recognizing what's going on, talking, finding a counselor, finding a therapist, utilize those professionals. And there are so many. Sometimes it might mean medication, working with a physician. There, there, you know, there are groups. There are um, uh, grief counseling groups that uh, I've got friends that they still go to after losing family members many years ago. And it's been very therapeutic um, for them. So continuing to look for those outlets and assisting people to say, here's an opportunity to get some help or to find this outlet and not giving up. You don't have to pressure, you know, people that are already stressed, don't pressure. You've got to help yourself. You know, you got to be, you got to be careful. Yeah. Those words yeah. can really hurt. And I like we, to compound the problem too, yes, right? And, and we can think so. we're helping when we say, 
pull yourself together. You got to pull yourself together. Yeah. You're going to be okay. It's not that big of a deal. In our minds, sounds like I'm helping you. And to them, it's going, you're dismissing me. Mm-hmm. And they're shutting down mm-hmm. further and they're mm-hmm. shutting you out. But saying things like, it's got to be very hard. Right. I understand what you're going through. And here's what's helped me mm-hmm. or other people. And just having a line of communication, even if they're not open to that cup of coffee right now, saying whenever you are ready to sit down and chit chat, mm-hmm. just call me. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And reminding them every blue moon, I promise they will take you up on it somewhere yeah. down the road when they're ready. Yeah. Jackie, anything to add there? Um, I think like I'm thinking of the people that might have moved into the area too. I mean, naturally when we lose our loved ones, holidays trigger lots of memories. So yeah. that's for sure. But like if you say it's a new person that came into the area or just you're by yourself because you, you know, whatever reason you're by yourself. Or even our, our, our young folks, young employees yeah. are out, out on their own for the first time, right, you know, right, I mean, even, right. even yeah. kids going off to college sometimes. Right. You know, that, and that I, and I was thinking, you know, for them, the thing that I would suggest, I think if I, if I put it myself in their shoes, what would I do? And I think um, volunteering actually hmm. could be a great way hmm. to meet people. It'll make you feel better about yourself. You just have to find something, whether it's animal services or whatever things you like, <laughs> right? The things that you feel passionate about that you like, um, just say, I'm not going to sit by myself and just be lonely and yeah. sad or whatever. I, you know, yeah. I'm going to, you know, like I said, empower myself or I'm going to do the work and I'm going to do something to make it better. Gotcha. Gotcha. Encourage like, them to get out and, I and go do things. I think it's important to remember our senior citizens right. in this aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they, they suffer a lot of loneliness yeah. Yeah. day in and day out. That's true. Um, you know, and some of them have visitors and some have none, you know. So yeah. remembering them, especially, um, you know, those that we are close to or related to, but just volunteering to go mm-hmm. and sit for 20 minutes with somebody can really turn their world around. No, it's best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those of us, for those of us that are, that are, you know, shored up and in a good spot where we are, you know, just kind of giving back in that way. Mm -hmm. Cause you're right. You know, I did a, uh, I did a tour with our, our meals on wheels team Mm -hmm. and it was utterly amazing that, I mean, for some of these folks, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was happy to see that that driver and that connection with that Mm -hmm. food delivery was, was there, but, you know, it kind of breaks your heart a little bit too, at the same time that those they're looking forward to this this yeah. five minute encounter you know once a week that 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 means yeah. means so much to them uh, you know we talk about support systems both of you kind of talked about family and going and doing things can any any other things that we want to add about those because those support systems are are important um you know what 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 role do those do those really play i mean is is that you know kind of a you know, uh, the biggest, the biggest thing that you think uh, folks really need to latch really onto. Yeah. I think for our human connection, it's mm-hmm. really, really important that yeah. we ha- you have somebody, someone, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, um, and you, and you have that connection you share mm-hmm. and you share back and forth. You mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to be present with them. If you're going to be the holidays with them, be present, yeah. you know, and, um, and, um, yeah, that's what, that's all I would say is that, you know, with, if you're asking about our own families, yeah, like, of you course. Know, yeah. yeah. If you're asking, it's very important. I think mm-hmm. for, 
part of our human nature is that uh, we're not really meant to always be alone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we want to be alone and that's good too, you know, but when it comes to it, um, just savoring those times that you have. I know for me, I have a 25 and 30 year old. So if I get them home, man. Oh yeah. Like (laughs) smothering them. I'm I'm that older older person is like, I'm so happy to have a visit. (laughs) Thank you you for the visit. (laughs) Whitney, anything to add on that? You know, honestly, I think it's important for us to remember that these our county employees, like you were mentioning, Meals on Wheels. And sometimes, you know, I know that through Extension, a lot of programs that, that we offer, we are coming in contact with folks that sometimes have very little connection with anybody else for a variety, a wide variety of reasons. And it, and it spans age age groups we have mm-hmm. some individuals um that approach us that have been to doctor after doctor they've been to health departments and they're experiencing a type of psychosis where they feel that um they have insects on mm-hmm. or in their bodies oh. and it's kind of driven family out of their lives in some cases so you know we're kind of trying to navigate how best to help them walk through what is essentially a mental health condition. Um, and, and we've got county employees on all these different levels, parks and rec and libraries and animal services, the utilities folks, all of them, one way or another, are interacting with our public yeah, and playing a role in that human connection yeah and i i I think it's just really important and and it's very easy to overlook because we all Mm -hmm. have a job Mm -hmm. we all have our jobs which are important but it's very easy to overlook that human connectivity part of what a county employee does we're servants we are right serving our citizens we are servants yep. you mm-hmm. know you county administrator you are mm-hmm. a servant in one way or another you are serving the citizens of this community and so we are settling disputes sometimes we're helping people solve problems you know and and it's important that our employees know they've got to take care of themselves because it's easy to go home and internalize what we're seeing on mm-hmm. the job and yeah. carry that with us and go, and that's tough. I can't fix every problem that I see out there in somebody's life. So taking care, I think, finding those avenues of self-care is critically important to utilizing the EAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think is very critically important going to your doctors and saying something is wrong. And if that doctor won't listen, find one who will listen. Don't walk away. You would not walk away from thinking you have a heart condition. Right. You're going, something's wrong with my heart, right? Um, you would find a doctor that will listen to you and help you. Don't walk away when something is wrong, you know, mentally. But, you know, Whitney, and let's let's pull on that thread just a little bit there. You know, the the physical manifestation of Mm -hmm. like a heart problem or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right. You know, oftentimes you can you can kind of feel this. But I mean, there's some people that quite honestly, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I like I told you before, I've used EAP carrying around baggage for 25, 30 years. Didn't really think I had any thoughts and issues. And then, whoa, when you start getting it out, I mean, it's almost like 
why wait? I mean, you might as well just go do it anyways and just see where it takes you because Absolutely. you may have issues. You don't even realize you have issues. It's Absolutely. almost like you don't go to the, it's almost like not going to the doctor and getting a checkup. And I think mm -hmm. that as a nurse, I can just say that a lot of people say, Jackie, I'm not going to go to the doctor because they're going to find something wrong. And I don't want them to mm -hmm. find anything wrong. Right. So whether it's physical health or your mental health, it doesn't mm -hmm. really matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, but once you know what the issue is, especially if you know it early on, like you were mm -hmm. saying, yeah. then the easier it is to treat. Yeah. Then yeah. unless you let it get worse and worse and worse and worse, yeah. and then we're trying to fix it all at the end and sometimes you can't. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's a great point. I mean, we, um, we're, we're human beings right. and we're impacted by culture. Mm -hmm. We're impacted by our experiences from the time we're tiny, tiny. And, you know, we everything that comes out, we're impacted by TV shows, mm -hmm. you know, sure. everything. Social media, everything. Yes, the news. Yes. I mean, that's all, it's all Everything yeah. that comes our way, we're impacted by it. And it does add up and take a toll. So. There's nothing wrong with going and having a therapist or a counseling session, even when you feel like everything's fine in exactly. my world. Yeah. Because just having someone to talk to that's trusted. And it's confidential. Yes. It's confidential every yes. time. Every right. time. Yes. Always. Right. Right. Something we never will, yeah. as a county or as wellness or, or HR, we will never find out who called. We'll never find out why they called. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's those it. kind of things. So it's very yep. important and, that people know that. And the conversations you have there are, are bound yeah. too, and there's, yeah. there's protections yeah. there. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you go you go to the doctor once a year, hopefully, you know, for for a physical checkup. Why not? Why not do the same yeah. with your with your mental health? You know, money and financial strain, um, especially during the holidays, can 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 be tough. Do you have any advice? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's you get your yeah. best Dave Ramsey going here, but yeah. any any <laughs> advice for I folks do, on yeah. on managing money that can help kind of relieve that kind of uh, that kind of stress because. You know, money's money's up there. You know, when you start looking at top list mm -hmm. of stressors. Yeah. So. so that's one of my pillars, right? Financial health. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so I I will tell you, my husband will be happy to hear this, but you have to budget. Yeah. You have to budget. Yeah. And when it comes to the holidays, we needed to save all through the year. Mm -hmm. Put that little pot there, mm -hmm. market Christmas, market whatever, you know, Hanukkah, whatever it is. And market and then just save up and then keep within your budget yeah. it's so hard that black <clears throat> friday and cyber mondays were good this year <laughs> so good. and on your cell phone it makes it easy yeah. and paypal makes it so easy yeah. right mm -hmm. and it's delivering to your door which makes it so easy but mm -hmm. what happens is january february comes and mm -hmm. then we get those bills yep. and then you get those interests and it overwhelms people and that's where a lot of times a lot of mental health mm -hmm. so it's a lag it is and it's coming in the, it is, in the it's winter the beginning thing, of spring. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. so just be aware of that and just know. And again, it goes back to where I learned the hard way is that you don't really have to spend money to show your affections Correct. to other people. You're that quality of time. Um, it mm -hmm. took me a little while to to figure that out, but sometimes you you know, your kids, your husband, that they just want that quality. That's yeah, all they want. It doesn't think, cost you. And anything. I think a lot of times people get older, it's just the, the novelty of gifts for yeah, a lot of folks. Right. I mean, it was important when I was yeah, five right. and six. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, you wanted you wanted a lot of a lot of neat things. But mm -hmm. you know, that that mentality needs to change a little bit. But uh yeah, I don't know, Whitney, something yeah, to add there. You know, I remember and that's that's something I was gonna say, Jackie. I remember when I was about ten. Um, my, my grandparents, I mean, they were on a fixed income, you know, they had, did not have much at all. Um, and I remember one year, um, you know, my grandmother saying, we're, we're not going to have money for presents this year. And it was like, 
it's okay. I understood. I understood that concept. And she had been a seamstress. So, and she, but she had terrible rheumatoid arthritis in her hands. And she worked for months to make these little handmade um, tissue packet, the little oh, small yeah. tissue packets, yeah. little sure. holders yeah, hold for those. Yeah. I still have that oh. to this day. And it's one of my most treasured possessions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was made out of of pieces of fabric that she'd had for probably 30 years, little scraps laying around. Mm-hmm. And it really cost her nothing. But but it took so much energy and it had love associated with it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is just about, you know, having that discussion if somebody typically would expect a present or with children, you know, just to explain to them, you know what, I'm, I'm not going with the traditional gifts this year. It's going to be something from my heart. I'm going to make you something or it's going to be the gift of time with you, mm-hmm. quality time. And I think way more people would understand that and appreciate that than we tend to think. I think you're right, too. The yeah. other thing I think is the budgeting aspect is important. Our uh, family and consumer sciences agent, Sherry Bresson, works on financial management with a lot of folks. And one of the things that she does is works with them on budgeting through the year mm-hmm. for um, these types of things, but also on credit repair. Oh, so yeah. I would highly recommend um, employees reach out to Sherry about helping with credit repair because she's been able to show some major impacts to help boost pe- folks' credit, mm-hmm. their ability to save, even when they feel like they're already on a shoestring budget. Right. There is an opportunity to save and really turn things yeah. around there. So reach out to those experts. Yeah. We do have them. And EAP too. And yeah. I actually Sherry does some of my financial Fridays. So she's wonderful. And but EAP also, we have financial sources free. Mm-hmm. So you get all, yeah. lots of free sessions. It's just a phone call and they can help somebody. Wow. So a lot of lot of great I, have, lot of great have, programs and things have, available to our we mm-hmm. do actually. We have some resources. So if anybody has any questions or anything, they yeah. can reach out to me and I'll, I'll Yeah, use those up. resources. They're yeah. free and they're Excellent. Yeah. And I think that's something that we, not all of us learned early on. I'm, I'm lucky because yeah. I'm married to a finance man, but I, you know, unless you learn that early on, um, it, it's hard as a you know, adult when you first start on your mm-hmm. like you know how do you stay in a budget you know but I really it's want scary this too thing. yeah and, you know scary. And, and so it's just trying to you know put their priorities but you don't know, have to pay for a mortgage you know you have to pay for a car payment you have to pay for those things so always make sure that those are all taken care yeah. of and then anxiety will be a little less yeah. you know yeah. when you know you're within budget and making means yeah yeah and that's that's kind of the big thing is trying to live within your means there but um, you know I know we've talked a little bit we've talked a lot about it at the holidays and 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 those but let's let's just kind of year round. I mean, stress and mental health. I mean, yeah, it may be a little more acute during these times of year, but it, it happens mm-hmm. during all times of the year. Is there uh, anything or tips or exercises we can we can incorporate into our daily routines, perhaps that can help us maintain good mental health throughout the year? Yeah, I think movement. Okay, exercise, <laughs> you know exercise. whatever that looks like yeah. to yeah. you. You know, it may be walking, jogging, yoga, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm can be incredibly therapeutic and help relieve stress. It can be meditative at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important. But it finding it's finding that thing, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, that's not work-related, that's not about the kids, that's not about the elderly parents you're taking care of. It's just about you. Have an outlet, right? It, have an outlet, yeah. even if it's 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes a day. I've, I've got an app on my phone. It's a one minute, one minute break. 
and it dings in the evening. And it's literally one minute that forces me to just stop whatever it is I'm doing and just be quiet. Just be quiet. And you would not believe how much steam that can let off. And then I go right back to whatever I was doing. But that one minute pause Uh can help me refocus. You know, our brains, our brains can't take more than about 20 minutes of focus at a time. Mm -hmm. That's anybody's brain. So we need these breaks. Mm -hmm. We need these pauses. And, uh, you know, just whatever it is to you, whatever that looks like. But. A big part of it is moving. Get up and move. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I would definitely say exercise um, that too. For me, uh, it's nature, um, fresh air, okay. nature. And, um, you know, for some people too, like just funny movies or sure. doing yeah. something fun. Sure. Just do something fun. It could be a hobby. It could, it could be, be exactly. uh, it could be yeah. anything it that you do that, that kind of helps express yeah. you as a person and, and give that, that give like. that to yourself i mean that's yeah. what i'm saying i'm talking my experience like you were like okay i'm gonna take care of everybody else take care of everybody else but sometimes you just gotta really take that minute no, <laughs> I, I, I like that i actually, actually I like, I like, that. I like how you put that jackie it's it's a gift to yourself yeah. you know and so give that gift to yeah. yourself and uh and and i think it'll it'll pay dividends and over. it doesn't have to cost anything yeah. exactly yeah. in our in our day and age we get so many distractions from our mm-hmm. phone we get pulled you know from all the things and the social media and all that kind of stuff and they're finding it's just not really good for our mental mm-hmm. health yeah. and so we need to take those fasts and those breaks and again just you know chill chill or mm-hmm. just uh just be yeah mm-hmm. so just be just yeah. be yeah perfect perfect well you know over the course of this podcast we do like to talk a little bit about leadership and so both of you in your in your respective fields what does that what does that look like in your role here in the county whitney i mean your department director here so talk to us a little bit about leadership well it, it has a lot of different looks to it to be quite <laughs> honest but i think you know the there's some critically important aspects to leadership but the very first one that always comes to my mind is being an inspiration to others. Okay. So, you know, you've got management and people tend to confuse that with leadership. Absolutely. Being a leader is not the same as managing. I manage paper, I manage time, you know, but I lead people. Mm -hmm. And to lead means to inspire, Mm -hmm. um, to inspire them to want to be their best selves, to want to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And to really, in our role and extension in in Pasco County, is to be a servant, to be a servant leader in their role. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever their program area (laughs) is, to lead it um, is, is critically important. Very good. Jackie, yeah. wellness coordinator. Um, yeah, so my job is actually to take care of our employees. Yeah. That is, that's my first um, and only goal every day when I'm scheduling my day. And so um, I think trying to lead by example and trying to motivate mm-hmm. is what um, what I'm trying to do and yeah. um, inspire as well. Yeah. You, or I use my word, but yeah. inspire is uh, is part of it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys hit it. It's about people and we are in the people business when, mm-hmm. when it comes, when it comes to leading, um, you know, any unique leadership challenges that, that either of you have faced in your, in your roles, whether here at the County or in, in your careers. And uh, I don't know, just any, any tips to share how you work through those things. Oh gosh. Yeah. 
always, right? Yeah. There's always something. <laughs> Some PTSD comes flying <laughs> in. Like, Uh-oh. Okay. Um, you need a well, mental health breakout. Well, I mean, like with my role, it, it is unique um, because I work for the University of Florida and I work for Pasco County. Right. And not everybody understands that. And, and finding that balance between the two is very, very difficult. And and, you know, there are four of us in my office that are in that position. We're, we're called extension agents. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're faculty at the university. But our job is to specifically address needs of Pasco County. That's our specific job. Um, and so melding those roles together is very difficult, especially when you are expected to lead. Right. Um, and to get people to to follow along with that. Um, you know, we have a lot of volunteers. We have hundreds of volunteers that we work with. So that is a, a very different aspect than leading employees. Um, they're there for a very different reason. Right. Um, and they have different expectations. And so um, that can be an extremely challenging aspect of, of what we do every single day. Um, to keep them motivated, to keep them happy, but to also keep them following the mission of the University of Florida and Pasco County, you know, and <laughs> it, it can be people can t- start to go a little rogue there and to bring those folks in that are not there for a paycheck can be very, very challenging. Yeah. We work with senior citizens. We work with adults. We work with teens. We work with youth. And so there is there's a different motivation across all of those age groups. So, um, you know, leading um, the challenge is to first understand what is the motivation for this individual. Exactly. And once you understand that motivation and it takes time and it takes getting to know them. So when you're working with, I mean, you know this, you've got almost 4,000 employees Mm -hmm. trying to get to know them Mm -hmm. is the only way to understand what is what is their motivation? Mm-hmm. You know, why are they here? That's the only way you can speak their language mm-hmm. and and work very productively with them and, and keep them motivated and happy, but also have a very productive employee um, that's providing what you need. So it it's there are very, very unique challenges yeah, um, yeah, across no. the board. Yeah. Under understanding that. And for each of us, it's it's so different. And I can mm-hmm. only imagine with with volunteers, that's that's quite the quite the challenge, yeah. you know, of, of doing that. Jackie, how about you? I mean, any particular um, challenges yeah, that you face I over would, the course of your I career? I think one of my number one challenges is communicating. Uh, trying to communicate. Amen. Yeah. amen. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so trying to communicate uh, what we're doing, um, knowing that it, you know, you might want it or you might not. Right. Um, that's my number one. Trying always trying to work different ways. We're starting to do a little bit um, boots on the ground, which I was getting ready to do about a year ago. But that helps. It's the same thing you're talking about. You, uh, we're doing HR on the go. Where I'm okay. doing talks. I'm getting invited to different um, departments to do talks and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and that gives me a chance for the employees to ask me questions and, and find out what they need to. So that's been really great. So I think communication and then, um, you know, the, the networking, interpersonal skills, all of that, that's really important in my job. And so I'm always trying to work on that. And it's because we're so vast and big and I'm still trying to understand what everybody does and where they're located. That's been a kind of a challenge. 
change in, I think, in my my role, in my position. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and communication is and will always continue to be, um, um, I wouldn't say a struggle, but I mean, it, it's it's certainly it, it just it's so different. I'll, I'll never forget. I sat in a um, I sat in a budget briefing. I had a department, large department kind of they, they did a survey internally of, hey, how do you want to be communicated with the employees? And so picture a pie chart with about eight equal pie pieces and each pie piece representing a different means and method of communication. So it's like, well, great. There's no, there's no low hanging fruit here. Uh, we, we just have to put in the work and that's the thing you, you, you know, uh, you know, get, make sure that message gets received. It's on the sender. So as, as leaders, we have to, we have to find ways to always constantly, sometimes creatively, uh, communicate Mm -hmm. with our teams. And on top of that, sometimes depending on where you are in the organization, you're not only communicating that, but you're also interpreting what's what's coming down yes. you know from from that and and okay you know here's here's what here's the direction that we're going but here's what this means in cooperative extension here's what this means in wellness yes. you know and, and keeping those team members on board mm-hmm. too so uh, mm-hmm. you know we're, we're there's 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 more to come on that here in this organization it's something I really want to focus on but uh, we'll, we'll get there uh, you know sharpening the saw we always talk about that you know how do you guys continue to build your leadership your mental health skills talk to us a little bit about what it is that you do to stay stay sharp Jackie Oh, okay. Well, actually, I start my day every day with meditation. Okay. Um, prayer, meditation, mindfulness. Um, if I don't start my day that way, it doesn't usually go as well. A um, little <laughs> yoga, little yoga stretching. Nice. I don't have much time, but yeah. um, it definitely helps the day. And then I've started to just stop. Just stop if, if something's stressing me or yeah. I'm getting frustrated or exasperated or whatever it is. Uh, which, like I said, this job is way less than I've had before. <laughs> all the time. So I'm going to say this good stress I have here is nothing Great. compared to the stress that I have before. Yeah. But but every job has it. Every it does. job. It doesn't matter who you are, and every, everybody has. And in you know, just life, like you were saying yeah. earlier, this life does. So when those things happen, for me, I'm just starting to to stop, recognize what's going on, say, why am I feeling this way? Why am I letting this person make me feel this way? And breathe and just kind of plow through and that really helps me with with my mental health yeah yeah i'd like it for unlike you first thing in the morning if i don't if i don't get some of those things out of the way for me personally they don't they don't get done, don't get done. and it you know, makes the day wonky and then finishing out with that that's yeah. that's good advice there how about you whitney <laughs> so one thing is probably going to make sense. The other is probably going to sound so nerdy, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it works so, for you. Then. But it works. It works. So uh, the first thing is my drive in and and home is roughly 30 minutes. Okay. Roughly 30 minutes right now. It's going to get a lot longer, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah but, we're working uh, on that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that time, I like to just listen to music. Mm-hmm. And I try my best to have that time where I'm not on the phone about work unless it's something, you know, critically important. And and I'll usually have, you know, my mom or somebody will want to try to call. And I'm like, just, just that 30 minutes, just to me, just to me. And let me jam out to Def Leppard. Okay. Just Love give it. me a little Good bit of time Love just it. for Good me, man. you know. Yeah. Um, so that's important. allows me to focus. And I just don't like to talk in that in that time period um the other thing is i'm really into um always assessing where i'm at in my skills whether that be my teaching skills and delivery leadership especially those types of skills i feel that we can always be improving so i'm always kind of assessing you know how did today go and what could i have done different and i'm looking for those opportunities like 
mental health first aid. How can I do this different? How can I learn? And so I'm always looking to learn new skills. So I do a lot of trainings, Mm -hmm. a lot of trainings. And I look for things that are quite specific that's going to give me a toolbox mm-hmm. of things I can bring back and utilize. It's not just for the sake of of going and sitting. <laughs> I don't like that whatsoever. Right, it's got to right. you got to tell me you've got a toolbox for me that I that I don't already have. Yeah, practical application yes, of learning, absolutely. right? That's 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 absolutely. And you know, and yeah, as as leaders, as as individuals, people, we we have to be lifelong learners. Yeah, and uh, and that is that. Well, listen, ladies, thank you, uh, thank you both for for being here today. Uh, it was great to have you here on on the, on the podcast. Us, yeah. So this was yeah, great. This- on behalf of all of us here at Pasco County, we wish you and your family a wonderful holiday season and all the best for the new year. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Pasco Podcast. I'm Mike Carballa, and we'll see you next time. For more information on Pasco County government, please visit mypasco.net and check us out on Facebook and Twitter.